Welcome to 100% Sports at MHS. I'm your host, Calum Jackson. Just to clear up any confusion, last week the podcast name was on the mic at MHS. Our Strive team has decided we're going to do some more podcasts, get that out to you guys, do a Topic Tuesday and have some other things in the works. So now we'll have on the mic at MHS the main podcast channel and have different subcategories underneath like the sports podcast this one right here have a topic tuesday other things like that this week i gotta sit down with the boys varsity coach for mitchell i also sat down with the varsity head coach of football and talked about the super bowl this week so let's get right into the action some scores from the past week the Lady Tigers beat Kimball last Tuesday, 57-35. to The Varsity Girls also pulled off a nail-biting win to Gordon Rushville, 45-42 to last Friday. The Varsity Boys also won against Gordon Rushville, 72-48. to The Mitchell Wrestling Invite was last week. The wrestlers held their den, winning the tournament. Some upcoming events. Thursday, February 6th, WTC basketball tournament starts. Varsity girls play against Hemingford in Mitchell. That game starts at 6. The WTC games on Friday and Saturday are to be announced. Wrestling duel at Southeast starts at 9 a.m. on February 8th. Thursday, February 13th, Mitchell versus Ogallala. The JV girls are at 3, the JV boys are at 4.30, Varsity girls at 6, and Varsity boys at 7.30. Be sure to tune in to strive.tv backslash Mitchell if you aren't able to make it to the games. District Wrestling is at Hershey on February 14th and 15th, and there's JV and Varsity Basketball at Burns on Saturday, February 15th. I got the chance to sit down with Mr. Gregory the boys' varsity head coach here in Mitchell. Here's the interview. What was your most successful team you have ever been a part of and why? Um, just through coaching the last oh, 12 or 13 years, I would say it's been awesome to be a part of both the boys' and girls' track programs. Um, the boys, we've won about... 10 straight WTC titles in a row, and the girls have won seven or eight in that same time frame. We've won uh, some district titles and some Western Conference titles, and just year in and year out, it's been really rewarding to be a part of that program. But also this year's uh, boys' basketball team, we are on pace to do some pretty cool things, and if we can stay the course, um, I'm really excited to see where this team can go. Secondly, uh, what are some of the team goals going into the final stretch of the season? Um, well, now that we're feeling a little healthier physically, um, I think definitely winning the WTC tournament and then pushing forward into our sub-district tournament, it would be nice to win that for the third year in a row and have another shot at going to state. What player or players have really stepped up and taken the leadership role this year? Oh, Keaton, John, and um, 
Blake have done a really, really nice job, not just only this year, but with us not having any seniors last year, it's been kind of a two-year um, leadership role for them. Um, and I feel like the boys look up to them, listen to them when they're in practice. Um, and then here recently, we've just had a lot of guys step up. We kind of had a bout with some illness, and guys from top to bottom have stepped up here recently and have uh, done some nice things for us. Have there been any teams that have stood out to you or gotten better from last year? Oh, you know, Scott's Bluff uh, is having a nice season this year. Um, and we had a tough game with them earlier in January. Uh, Bridgeport is always one of the better teams in the WTC, and they uh, are continuing to build on their program. And then Chase County, we kind of run into them every once in a while, and we had a pretty exciting game with them over Christmas break. That was pretty fun to be a part of. We ended up on the wrong end of the score, but uh, it was a, definitely an exciting game to be a part of. So this weekend you um, are trying to capture the WTC title. Uh, what do you need to improve on from last year's runner-up finish? Well, I, I think with us getting the bye, it is, it, it'll hopefully benefit us to only have to play two games this week versus uh, three in three days. Uh, so hopefully our legs are fresh and ready to go on Saturday. Um, definitely going to have to make sure that we're shooting well and continuing to improve on defense and rebounding, which are two things that we've been working on the last couple of weeks. So next week on Thursday, you have a district opponent Ogallala coming up. Since last year's game was such an exciting game, what are you expecting in that game? Oh, I'm anticipating a Another exciting game. They graduated just a few guys off of their team, and we have pretty much our whole team back from last year. They are doing a lot of the same things offensively and defensively. So hopefully uh, the gym is packed out, and being at home definitely will be an advantage. And um, I'm seeing another exciting game. Hopefully we can pull that one out. Um, they are in our sub-district this year, so chances are we might have to run into them two times before the end of the year. And then lastly, what is the most rewarding part of being the boys' varsity basketball coach this season? Oh, the, it's definitely being able to see the boys grow, not just from the beginning of the season this year to where we're at now, but a lot of them have played a lot of varsity minutes for us the last two to three seasons, and it's been very rewarding to see how they've grown as basketball players from their freshman year to where they're at now, but also just to see them grow as young men and students, and that's just been awesome to be a part of. Quick note, the boys' varsity basketball are sitting at 13-5 and five this season. Now looking over to the Super Bowl, if you didn't watch it, it was a very exciting game. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and somehow the Chiefs pulled off the win. They trailed by 10 at the start of the fourth quarter, and they came back and won 31-20. to I sat down with varsity football coach Mr. K, 
Ask him a couple questions about the Super Bowl. Here was his answers. Uh, the Chiefs pulled the win 31-20. to What key factors led to their success? Uh, you know, I think obviously Mahomes being at the helm and uh, San Francisco giving him the opportunity with the ball at the end of the game played. Uh, he's one of the, with the weapons he has, he's definitely going to score against you if you give him enough time. Um, I think San Francisco's lack of clock management in the fourth quarter didn't help as, um, as well. They got away from what they're best at doing and gave Mahomes an opportunity to come back and win the game. Um, second question, do you think the 49ers blew the game or do you think the Chiefs won the game? Um, with having a 10-point lead and nine minutes in the game, I think 49ers blew the game. Uh, they're obviously the best rushing attack in the NFL, and in the, down that stretch, uh, they did not run to the ball. They did not stick to what they were good at, and I think the, they gave the game more to the Chiefs than the Chiefs winning it, though the Chiefs did have score three times, so give them credit for doing that. They're explosive, but I think the San Francisco got away from who they are and it, uh, hurt them in the end. Um, the 49ers head coach had a different approach at clock management with not using any timeouts before halftime and after half not designing plays to waste more time. What do you think his goal was? Um, you know, before half, I see why he didn't call it with the punt because they could have downed him inside, um, inside the 10 and put him in trouble. Um, not sure why when they had it at the 20 right before halftime, he didn't start using some timeouts. Um, I think he did, was hurt by a call. I don't think Kittle had an offensive pass interference there. I think that was a poor call um, and played a key factor in the game. But um, I would say definitely in the fourth quarter, he got away um, from who he was. He had two three and outs and uh, sitting on second and five on the second drive. They throw the ball. I know Kittle was wide open, but they run it. They're sitting at third and two, third and one with any, any play in the playbook uh, you got there. So I think he got away from what, what's gotten him to that point, um, which you often times see. But uh, hopefully he learns from it, and San Francisco will be back in the mix. Uh, last question about the Super Bowl. Uh, do you think Patrick Mahomes deserves the MVP award, and why? You know, if I were to give it out to one person, I thought Williams played the best game for the Chiefs. Um, San Francisco was a widespread if they'd have won the game. I think Williams, the running back, was probably the most deserving, though Mahomes, uh, you got to give him credit. He, he played a poor game for about three quarters and then lit it up in the fourth when it matters to end up winning by two scores. So um, I wasn't, I wasn't um, in a disagreement that he won it. I would say Williams was probably the deserving candidate, but uh, he definitely deserved a win by, with two-score victory over a great San Francisco team. Okay, now moving over. The uh, XFL starts Saturday. How successful do you think this new spring football will be? You know, it had success back. I can't remember when they started it, but uh, it had flashes of success at the time. Um, they did. They had some key things that didn't go their way. I think just having football. I think that's you know it's America's game now. It's kind of taken over everything else. I think people will watch it because it's football. Um, I'm not sure with the new rules and the management, it definitely won't have the appeal that the NFL has. But I think it might be something that could last for two to three years. And if if they get some big names in it, it's going to last longer. But uh, we'll see where it goes from there. The schedule for the XFL on Saturday, February 8th, the Seattle Dragons take on the D.C. Defenders at 12 p.m. Mountain Time. That's on ABC. Then the Los Angeles Wildcats take on the Houston Roughnecks at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. That game is on Fox. On Sunday, February 9th, the Tampa Bay Vipers take on the New York Guardians at 12 p.m. Mountain Time on Fox. St. Louis Battlehawks versus the Dallas Renegades.
That's at 3 p.m. on ESPN. Thanks for tuning in with me this week. That's all I have for 100% Sports at MHS. I was your host, Calum Jackson. We'll see you in the next two weeks. Oh, <laughs>